The Paso County DEC is providing this podcast as a public service in order to let you know more about the issues and ideas which Democrats have identified as being very important for voters and also to provide a forum for Democratic candidates for office. Our podcasts are open to anyone interested in how Pasco Democrats are dealing with the important issues of the day. You can check out our PascoDems.com website and also on Facebook, Pasco Dems, and the views expressed by the guest and host on our podcast are their own. And not the official views of the Pasco County Democratic Party or Democratic Executive Committee. That. And today and in the news, we have Brian Corley, Supervisor of Elections in Pasco County. Now, Brian, our listeners are, are, are voters who are concerned about what's happening these days. A lot of them have been trying to find out what the, the, about the conflicting uh, opinions and voting, and basically since the big steel began to dominate uh, news and so forth. So I thought we want to start with Pasco County, and what is the voting situation in Pasco County? What should Pasco County voters know? That's a great question, Cal. Pasco County voters should know that that first off, they should vote, and uh, that their vote is going to be recorded as they wish it to be. Our elections are transparent and secure, and contrary to the myriad of conspiracy theories which have all been debunked, um, everything, the state of elections is very, very well within Pasco, within the state of Florida, and, and I would dare to say the nation as well. Okay. Now, um, is there any particular thing, like, for example, uh, there's been some confusion about voting by mail, and do people have to uh, re-register to vote by mail each election and so forth? Can you do a quick take on that? Sure. So uh, the legislature, in their infinite wisdom, in Senate Bill 90, 2021 session, did alter the duration of of voters' vote by mail requests. It had been prior to the enactment of Senate Bill 90, you could get the request for, of course, one election, but up to uh, two cycles, which really meant four years. Um, and under after Senate Bill 90 now, then you can only have it for one cycle, two years. So basically every election cycle. Now, what, what we, we had traditionally notified voters who drop off. If your request were to end, you know, for example, after November 2022, um, you can easily call an office, you can check on the website, just simply re-up, um, if you will. So... It's just a little, a little more work on the voters' part. Um, I don't know why the switch was. It was working very, very well, quite honestly. But, um, you know, it's as simple as just reaching out to us. And remember, this was no greater advocate for voters than, than a supervisor elections and his or her staff. So that's what we exist to do. So um, that's the major thing that both on now. You know, the, the, the process hasn't changed. That, uh, for example, if you uh, forget to sign your, your certificate envelope or your signature doesn't match because you're going to get older to get medical conditions or signature changes, we're going to flag those. We're going to reach out to the voter, and you have until two days after election day, 5 p.m., be the Thursday after election day, to uh, either sign a complete affidavit and, and turn it into us, okay. and your vote will then get counted. So that part hasn't changed. Okay, good. Is there anything else you can think of at the moment that would be good for people to remember in terms of PASCO? You know, we, 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 it, you know it could not be any easier. Um, you know, the three ways to vote, of course, you should have your election day, polling place. So now there's going to be a lot of changes because of the once a decade process known as redistricting. So we, we mailed all new voter information cards to all 400,000 voters and, you know, put a note on there. It's important voters, you may go to a different polling place. It's beyond our control, quite frankly, because now there's, we have additional state house districts, state senate districts, and even congressional. So based on that, we have to carve lines out 
that created the precinct. So okay. there you know, and we're going to send every voter a sample ballots and tell you your options of election day voting. Your early voting is still there. We do. We have 12 locations countywide. There's some new locations there that we are utilizing. Uh, and of last, as you mentioned, vote by mail. So most use not to participate. And uh, we on our website, askingvotes.gov, we had. Uh, we have emails of good information. We have the voters got on there. It tells you pretty much everything you want to know, but we're afraid to ask about voting in Pasco County. Yeah, yeah. The PascoVotes.com is is really a fantastic um, uh, resource, and I got my electronic sample in the mail two days ago, so that was good. So now let's turn our attention to the whole situation here in the United States. Here we are, 2022, and democracy and voting. I think. Uh, is in a difficult situation and uh, we obviously have a political climate and uh, there are things like voting rights, voting restrictions, election reforms, disenfranchisement of some voters, uh, some voting groups, eligibility to vote, photo ID, voter registration, well I can go on. But I just thought I'd like to turn you loose, Brian, in terms of the things you think are the most important things for us as voters to, to remember about our situation about democracy and voting. Uh, great question again, Cal. Um, we always come up with great questions. I love it. The, the, the biggest takeaway is there's a, there's a, we as citizens and voters are being spoon-fed um, misinformation, disinformation. Disinformation is a knowing, knowingly sharing uh, wrong information. And it, we, I still can't wrap my arms around that we, we, we dealt with four adversaries during the 2016 election cycle that were, that were messing with our elections. Now we're having a basically, you know, refute our own citizens, our own political leaders, which is a sad commentary. Mm. Um, you know, it, it, it's very simple. You, you, you know, no, we all agree on this. You know, it's security, integrity of, of the vote, and then of access, you have to balance it. Um, and, you know, it, 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 to, to be an equal opportunity offender, both sides, y'all, I think a little loosey-goosey with reality, because in my opinion, it's not really difficult to register a vote. Um, you know, there, there are some major historical obstacles. I mean, that's the other statement of the century. But uh, but on the flip, flip side, on the other side of the aisle, voter fraud is not rampant. It's, there's been study after study after study, and by all accounts, it's the minimum. Now, one, one, one flaw is like, there's too many, obviously, but as, as you know, what I, what I got in a lot of hot water was I simply reiterated Bill, uh, former AG Barr's comments that there's no evidence of widespread fraud that would have altered the results of the 2003 election. And speak of that, Paul, that's where we are now is we're having to relitigate litigate um, constituents. I get public records requests, email inquiries about mm -hmm. you know, a conspiracy theory du jour and having your field. So the voters need to know that, you know, do your own research, reach out to my office. That's where we exist. Um, but the thing that's, that's a little troubling for me is I've had more conversations that, that I'd like where someone reach out to me, and, and I don't, I don't have an agenda. I mean, I, I mean, I, I deal with reality, and my, my agenda is just wanting everyone to vote, and the outcomes between the good Lord above and, and the voters. And um, if what I tell an individual, they'll say, you know, all these machines, you know, they're, they're flipping votes, and if I can articulate based on my education and experience um, and, and reputation, quite frankly, it's simply not true. If then it becomes an if then. If, if what I'm telling them, telling them doesn't subscribe to their existing viewpoint, then it's thrown off as fake news. And then I had one constituent reach out to me and, and I told them that and, and I said, really kind of tongue in cheek, I said, you know, if I were to say to you, I'm going to yield reality and the truth is I know it and, and agree with your contention that election was stolen, I said, you called me a patriot. And I was, again, being kind of, and he was like, you would be. And I was like, that's a very troubling situation to be in, I think, with those Americans. But, you know, you just need to follow the rhetoric inside. You know, our, our country was founded on dissent. 
that's not a bad thing, but you know, supposed to have your disagreements, but be civil about it. Civility is not a dirty word, as I like to say. So those are the, probably the biggest takeaways you get out of disinformation. Yeah, and I, you know, obviously, voting is a is a pillar of our country. And uh, if we were in a, it, it, it's amazing to me to realize that there's some people out there who are, I think, simply saying, "Well, let's get rid of democracy and have something that we'll call, I don't know, our our way of government and so forth." I mean, we see this sort of thing in the in the January sixth committee hearings and all that sort of thing. Now, what can what can an average voter do to educate himself or herself? on all these kinds of things, whether it's election reforms or um, uh, um, photo ID stuff and so forth. But what is it that the average person should be able to do? Are there any resources that you would suggest to people? Yeah, I mean, the most pressing one is dealing now with election security and integrity. And if you go to PascoVotes.gov, we have, we have a, a link on our main page uh, called Election Security, and it has... Pretty much everything you ever want to know in there. It has uh, we put together a document that speaks to our specific commitment, um, and we, we we've been securing elections before it was even cool. Uh, we've been doing audits before it was even a thing. You know, transparency is it's all about transparency. We do maintain integrity of the voter rolls. We do have accurate securing time results, and you know, I can list off the specific audits we do. But it, it's what we do to keep it safe. But also in that same link, there's the information there from. The Department of Homeland Security, FBI, mm-hmm. uh, are, are, you know, I'm, I'm proud to say that the Florida State Association of Supervisor Elections is pretty much considered the, the gold standard for other states because we're, we are all professionals, the training we receive, and we're very, we're very proactive. So we put some documents out there that speaks to the security and integrity of the voting process. And so but just go to, I mean, taskofus.gov, you could, like you said, it's a good website. I'm proud of it. My team did a great job putting it together. You, you could you could spend hours doing research just on that. Yeah. That's, that'll be, yeah. the, I think, the best starting point. Because, again, we don't have an agenda. Go, let us educate you and, you know, so we can enlighten you on, on the truth. Right. Now, speaking about that, the uh, election officials in Florida, uh, in your 2021 uh, meeting that you had, I don't know when your 2022 is going to be, but what were some of the major things that you, you discussed as uh, election supervisors in Florida? Well, we, we, we have the Department of State Division of Elections always there who conducts some training. We talked, we had, um, you know, canvassing board duties. People don't realize, like, for example, there's so much behind the scenes. Um, you know, the, the, while my name's on the door and I get the credit or the blame of all the election goes, yeah. it's, it's, it's the mini, that's a, in essence, a mini check and balance. The county canvassing board is comprised of a county judge or down the county commissioner and the supervisor of elections. So three members, and they, they do such things. They, they're the ones that will look at, Signature discrepancies on vote by mail and make a determination. Mm-hmm. They're in on a ballot, overseeing the public test of the equipment. And that's all done in public. So I tell you was, you know, come out and watch what we do. It's all, it's posted on our website. But we, everything we do is when we're testing our equipment, when we're canvassing our vote by mail ballots, when on election day uh, at, at our election service center, that's where the nerve center is at all things elections. Mm-hmm. It's all, you know, we, as, sadly, you, you, no one ever comes out and watches us. But, you know, and we like that because, you, uh, you know, I always make the comparison. Uh, it's amazing how Fidel Castro was going to get 90 percent of the vote. Obviously, the fix was in. Yeah. So, in the cornerstone that we do is all about being openness and transparency. So, come out and watch what we do. That's what I've encouraged in the business as well. Yeah. Um, but you were, the, I think, the, the president of that um, elections official conference or whatever it's called, weren't you, in the past? I was. I've been uh, past president. I was the chairman of the Legislative Committee. I've done a little bit of everything for the association. I'm proud. I mean, I'm proud. I've, you know, one of the best compliments 
that I get is when I'm giving a speech um, and someone will raise their hand during the Q&A and I say, what's your political affiliation? That means I'm doing my job. It shouldn't matter. I say that because my colleagues around the state, when we're in meetings, nobody, it literally is unknown who's a Republican, who's a Democrat, uh-huh. because it's, it's, it's immaterial. Mm-hmm. I couldn't even tell you 90% of my colleagues what their party is because I don't care and it doesn't matter. And that's important for what we do. And I think that's one of the most fundamental things that uh, um, people should know, and certainly something that I personally know about you, and well as my my wife and others who have uh, who have worked for you in various elections over the years. That uh, Brian Corley has this, in, and the whole department has an incredible reputation for being on top of things, and being very clear, and their education programs are just outstanding. And it's almost as if. Well, I, what I kind of wish sometimes is that there would be a video made, say a 10 or 15 minute video, that would go through everything in terms of voting in Pasco and all the steps that are taken and so forth to ensure your vote. And it might be something that would be really worthwhile doing. I'll just plant that as a seed, Brian. Yeah, I know. Duly noted. Duly noted, my friend. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see. Anything else you might want to talk about in terms of democracy in America? What do you, what do you hope for the future? My hope is I'm, I'm eternally optimistic. I'm a glass of half full kind of person, and so I hope a lot of these, you know, uh, these individuals who who are well intentioned and uh, respectfully are being misled, uh, and I resent those that are misleading our, our brothers and sisters and our, our neighbors. Um, with that said, whenever someone reaches out to me and I tell them, you know, my hope is that they'll come out and watch what we do. Now, I'm thinking back. I think you might, you and Nolan might have been involved in the 2018 recount where you had the three offices that were, you know, had recounts, and, mm-hmm. and I tell the story that we had what we call the bullpen, it represents from different parties, different campaigns, and it, it was a jovial, civil uh, atmosphere, and when we got done, we got to showcase our process and procedures, when we got done, it didn't matter if someone was on the left or right side of the aisle, they came up and said, thank you, we got to see them, and you're still happy, the result, well, we're happy, because their person wanted it, and, but mm-hmm. they got to see the results uh, and, the, and the processes, and and I think we won over a lot of a lot of people during that during that endeavor. And I'm hopeful that if those who are, you know, being being misfed uh, misinformation rather come out watch what we do. Hopefully, I'm optimistic that if they come out watch what we do, we can win them over and see that you know we're not double counting votes. We're not let, you know we're not letting dead people vote. It just, it just it's just you know we can win them over with with what we do. That's that's my hope. Okay. And I just one other question. Now, uh, you've given a, a lot of uh, talks at various groups around Pasco County for a long time. Well, when people are asking questions, what's the most often asked question? Or most often asked questions, I should make it plural. Let's see. I get a lot of questions about what could you increase turnout. Uh-huh. Um, you know, why is turnout so that, that comes up a lot. Um, you know, I've heard things like make election a holiday, which I don't support for the record. Um, you know, I've, I've heard of, you know, just really ask why the turnout's so low. And um, in the last couple of years, it's been, you know, our, how, how secure our elections. So probably the turnout's the biggest one. Um, and, and then uh, honestly, you know, they say a good leader surrounds himself with people that are smarter than they. And I, I subscribe the wholeheartedly because I, I usually get. You've you've heard it a time or two as well. I usually get you know, a lot of shout outs, uh, and it's really not it's not me. It's, it's my team yeah. that I'm, I'm blessed to work with. And so we are. Pasco is known as the as the Bellwether County. You know, as as former Je- Governor Jeb Bush said, as Pasco goes, so goes Florida. So we're used to having that intense scrutiny, um, and we kind of we kind of live for it. So 
those I usually get those two questions and a shout out. It's probably the most popular ones. Yeah, I really wish it would turn out to have uh, uh, the voting day be uh, 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 a holiday, so to speak. And yes, you'd have to show proof you voted by the next day to your employer and taking a sticker or whatever. But um, I think it would really be a very good thing, partly not only because it would get turnout, but it might make people much more aware of just how valuable their vote is by doing some homework and so forth, etc. Well, Brian, I don't know if there's anything else you might want to say before we uh, wrap this up. Anything you might want to pass? No, I think thanks, thanks for having me. And uh, just, again, when it's out, reach, reach out to me in my office. You know, we're, we're a phone call or a click away. We're going to be sending out uh, our, um, what should we call our domestic vote by mail ballots are going to be hitting mailboxes soon for the primary. And this, you know, the primary election is often you know, pretty dismal job, but there's a tax referendum on there for school-related uh, salaries, and so that's that's a pocket that basically usually drives up turnout. Every voter is, we have some universal primary contests on there for state rep, so every voter has an opportunity to have their voice heard, and of course the upcoming midterms are always going to be exciting, so there's there's a little something for everyone the ballot. I just, just, I would, I would just ask this, and I'm, I'm going to be, um, I was just talking to my daughter a couple days ago, who you already referred to, who's uh, active duty military United States Navy, and you know, I think of if there's ever a motivation to vote, those who wore and wear the uniform, mm-hmm. that should inspire us to come out and have your voice heard and, and just be, be nice to each other. America needs a giant chill pill. You know, we just need to take it out a few notches um, and just be a little more civil. So that'd be, that's my hope for the midterms. Okay. Well, thank you very much, Brian, for your time. We'll talk to you soon. Right. Thank you. It was a pleasure. All right. Yep. Thanks, Sal. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.